Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to another episode of Look on the Bright Side. joining me for another look on the bright side as we start to transition back to the new normal as it's been coined we too are transitioning we're focusing on just two stars today but don't worry it just means we'll be shining the metaphorical bright light even more strongly on them Later on in the show, we talk to one of the key members of the self-isolation choir, which really exploded beyond belief. But first, schoolgirl who has been helping the eldest in her community. So today on Look on the Bright Side, we are joined by our youngest guest yet. And I don't mean that to be patronising, it's just because it means that what she has achieved is even more impressive. Welcome, Nina Anderson. Hello. Hi, thanks for having me. Before we start, you are a student currently. How has lockdown been for you and how has that changed the way that you've been learning? So lockdown for me has been pretty busy. I didn't think I'd be this busy uh, when the lockdown first started. But um, yeah, I've come up with this project, Community Senior Letters, which um, is keeping me very busy during lockdown. Um, I've been contacting schools and care homes to get them involved in this project Um, But I also have schoolwork that I have to keep up with. Um, So, yeah, it's been nonstop for me. (laughs) Well, what does schoolwork look like for you then? Because obviously I can imagine that you're not going into school nearly as much, if at all. Has it all been online? Yeah, all of it's been online. So um, right now it's kind of in the transition from GCSE to A-level work. So um, we're just doing a bit of A-level prep at the moment. So it's not that many hours um, of actual you know, live meets of school, but there is um, quite a few hours to do like your own work. Um, But yeah, it's okay. I mean, if I'm remembering the jump up from GCSE to A-level, it is quite a jump up. And I'm just thinking how I would have found that if I wasn't in the classroom, if I had to do it remotely, it must be even more challenging. Yeah, I am finding some subjects more challenging, such as maths. Um, useful to be in the classroom and have a teacher explain it to you in person but obviously that's not possible so there's a bit of extra time 
going into researching things a bit more in depth so that I fully understand them. And obviously this is already challenging, but to sort of add on to the challenge, you've come up with this amazing initiative. When I was reading about it, it just wore my heart so much. So this is, like you've already said, Community Senior Letters. Do you want to talk us through the inspiration behind it? Because from what I can see, it actually came out of a different project before that, Community Senior Music. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So um, I started my first project, Community Senior Music, um, because I used to volunteer at my local church. um, And one day I decided to bring my violin along because I play the violin. And I saw what a great impact it had um, on the elderly people there. So then I decided to play at my local care home and I saw the great impact it had on them too. So um, I came up with this project that matched um, musicians with care homes so that they could perform mini concerts for the residents. Um, And we got some great musicians from the likes of Royal College of Music. Oh, wow. The project was going great, obviously, until COVID-19 hit the UK. Mm -hmm. What I did, I tried to turn the project online with live streams of the musicians performing But unfortunately, the care homes didn't have the right technology for this. So Mm -hmm. kind of stopped the project altogether. But um, after a bit of brainstorming, I came up with the idea of community senior letters. So I replaced the musical entertainment with letter writing and sending so that um, the residents of the care home would receive letters and drawings via post um, from the primary school children. That is just amazing how you've managed to adapt this already fantastic initiative to match current times. So what happens is, just so I can get this right, so you match a primary school with a care home and then the primary school children and the uh, care home residents exchange letters, handwritten letters. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. So um, depending on the number of students and the number of residents at various care homes, um, we usually match the primary schools with one or two care homes. Um, so that they can send letters and drawings to the residents of the care homes. So when you first started to approach both the primary schools and the care homes, what was the reception like from the people you were approaching? Were they really positive, really bought in from it from the start? Um, Yeah, so I was actually really surprised by the number of schools that were enthusiastic about um, participating in this project, Um, because I didn't think that so many would want to get involved. But I mean, clearly they have. So yeah, um, yeah, I was really pleased with the number of schools and the care homes. Um, yeah, they were also really enthusiastic about getting involved too, which I didn't think was going to be too much of a problem. Um, so yeah, we've had great response from both schools and the care homes. I mean, just the benefits that I can think of are just amazing. I, just the idea of actually sitting down to write a letter is a bit of a lost art. Is that Was that important to you to try to bring that back, particularly with such a young generation? Yeah, um, I feel like per- letter writing is so much more personal than just sending an email or mm-hmm. even FaceTiming um, the elderly residents. Um, I feel like there's something much more personal to letter writing and I've had some feedback from um, care homes such as I think Lyle House Care Home. Um, they said that um, they their residents really enjoyed receiving the letters and some even kept the letters and drawings in their room, in their bedrooms and hung them up on the wall. Um, so you can see them displayed throughout the care home as you're, you know, walking around from the outside, which was really nice to hear. 
There are drawings as well. Yeah, because some of our our dementia care homes, so they prefer drawings. And obviously some of the primary school students aren't able to uh, write their own letters. Maybe they're too young. Um, So we encourage letters, drawings, pictures, whatever, whatever the primary school children would like to draw or do. That is absolutely wonderful. I mean, it's just it's just really bowling me over how wonderful this initiative is and how I can really see how, you know, it benefits the primary school children because it really connects them with the elderly generation. Is that was that important to you setting out with this initiative to try to bridge the gap between the two generations? Yeah, that was really important to me. And especially with my other project, Community Senior Music, um, I also wanted to kind of bridge the um, generational gap and um, the feedback from the care homes have said it's really nice to see um, young people connecting with um, the older generations and it's not something that's so often these days so yeah that was one of my main aims for this project as well. And I think it sounds like you've definitely achieved that to the highest degree possible. And now thinking about what happens, we're sort of starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel now. You know, things are gradually starting to go back to normal. Would doing this initiative, do you think, have its place in quote unquote normal life afterwards? Um, So I'd like to think so. Um, But One of my ideas is that perhaps once it's completely safe and once lockdown is over and there is no risk of um, transmitting the um, virus anymore, I was hoping that maybe we could arrange some visits to the care homes because most of the uh, primary schools and care homes are matched in the same borough. So it's a community, like local thing. Um, so it'd be really nice for the children to go to visit the elderly residents that they've already built connections with through the letter writing. And sometimes the residents even respond to the letters. Oh, wow. um, so I'm hoping that this will be possible. But I mean, we'll just have to wait and see and see how it goes. Well, you definitely have the backing of Look on the Bright Side because I think that sounds absolutely amazing. Now, just to wrap up, if someone's listening who's perhaps a primary school teacher or perhaps works in a care home or maybe is even a pupil themselves and they really want to get their school or care home involved, can they get involved? Where should they go? Yes, absolutely. We'd love for more care homes and schools and students to get involved. Um, To get involved, you can email me. My name is Nina um, and the email address is communitysenioletters at gmail.com. So that's communitysenioletters at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram. Our account is communitysenioletters or our website is communitysenioletters.com. And you can find us on the contact us page. Wonderful. Nina, it's been such a pleasure talking to you and thank you for everything you're doing. Genuinely, I can imagine that there are so many care home residents and primary school children who are so grateful for the work you've done. Oh, thanks for having me. (laughs) What a star Nina is juggling schoolwork and the incredible Community Senior Letters Initiative. I'm a little bit in awe. Just one more interview to go. And when you can't meet up with your local community, why not take it both online and global? So just before we dive into the actual interview, just before we started recording, myself and Mark, who's on the line, worked out that I actually know his daughters. Yes, Welcome, Mark. <laughs> yes. yes. What a small world. Um, exactly. Yeah, what a small world. Yeah, no, um, they will be so excited when I tell them that I've t- talked to you. 
um, <laughs> amazing. That means I have to be extra nice to you and ask you not too many difficult questions. Is that right? I have to be very nice and, <laughs> and say how brilliant it is and then you'll be fine. Okay, excellent. So you're here to tell us about the Self-Isolation Choir, which sounds absolutely amazing. Tell us how the idea came about. Well, that's very kind, Charlotte, very kind indeed. Um, I, You know the town in which I live, Sherburn and Dorset, because that's where you met my daughters. Um, of course. I can tell you that I sang in a amateur choir in the town, and we used to sing at the Abbey and various other places. And we did uh, the great works such as Mozart's Requiem, Verdi's Requiem, um, and the like. But when the virus came along, of course, all of this stopped immediately mm-hmm. and it just got in its tracks. So no choirs were able to rehearse, no churches or village halls or cathedrals were opened for performances. So everything just came to a, a complete halt. And I wanted to carry on singing. Um, and felt that possibly the way forward would be to to do it virtually. And so we decided we would do the Messiah. The reason mm-hmm. we would do Messiah is because we started just after Easter, and Messiah is an uplifting, positive, Easterish type work. It's not a requiem, which is all dull, you know, dreary and 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 and, and sad. A Messiah is uplifting and a hallelujah, and uh, we wanted to, to bring if we possibly could, some joy and happiness to what was a terrible time, what well, remains a terrible time. So mm. off we went with Messiah and the self-isolation choir was a name that we chose because it just felt right, just felt mm. it was the name at the time. And most extraordinarily, we went from the 30 or 40 people I expected in Dorset to now over 5,000 people worldwide. And um, it's just amazing. I mean, it's extraordinary. We have the most incredible uh, choral director called Ben England, who streams live from his bedroom in Bristol. But yeah, that's how it started. It just started small, locally, and it seemed to capture the imagination. People enjoy singing uh, from home and they enjoy singing in isolation. After they get over the embarrassment of singing on their own or in front of their partner or whatever to a computer, they begin to see that they don't get ticked off if they turn up late, <laughs> they sing the wrong notes and nobody minds. They can sing loudly or softly. They can sing other people's parts if they want to. And they can have a glass of wine. I mean, all of those things sound amazing. That's actually convincing me to join a choir as well. So you say that there are there are so many members across the world. Were there any sort of parts of the UK or parts of the world that when you saw or heard there was a member there that really made you stop and be like, oh, goodness, we've really gone far? hundred um, percent. I mean, when Angie in Toronto set up the Isolation Choir's Facebook group, which has now got 700 members, Without you know me even lifting a finger, I just thought, crikey, um, we have people in New Hampshire in the states. We've got people who get up early in the morning in Australia, in New Zealand, in Tasmania, in Japan, in oh my Korea, goodness, in, in Seoul, in Delhi, in France, in P- Portugal. I mean, it's just extraordinary. And when you read some of the, the the lovely words that people have said that they're singing for their mother or their father or their husband or their wife or their brother. 
um, they're blind or they're disabled or whatever it may be, whatever they are thinking about, it's just extraordinary. This music that this man Handel wrote in 24 days Mm. um, just seems to touch people's hearts. It's just extraordinary. Well, I'm really glad that you mentioned it because I'd really like to ask you about what you think the power of collective singing is right now and joining together in a sense of community. Obviously, that's really important now more than ever. Do you think that's what really drew people to this in the first place, just to be part of something? You see, that's a really interesting question because um, when you play hockey or netball or rugby um, or whatever team sport, you do it together. Mm. You win together, you lose together. Possibly some of the happiest moments we all spend as a human being is when we do something together and we succeed. Mm. Um, You will, I'm sure, remember in your own life things you've done with others, um, trekking across 25 miles in Dartmoor. I don't know what it is, but when you've done it with others, it's the most uplifting experience. Mm. So singing with others is similar. When, when you're in a choir, uh, are you in a choir? I'm not. Uh, no. I wouldn't want to inflict that on my worst enemy, to be honest. <laughs> when, you, when you are in a choir and you sing a piece of music together, it's just magical. Um, mm-hmm. So the virus has taken that away. The virus has 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 withdrawn that social interaction um, immediately. It, it's like pricking a balloon. It just went bang, gone. Um, and so you very quickly realise that music is more than notes on a page. Mm. You know, yes, Handel wrote these notes in London in 1740, whatever it was, in 24 days which is in itself an extraordinary achievement. Um, but, 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 but when you perform it, you do it with others, and, and, and this virus has taken that away. So we've tried really, really hard to put back in as much of the friendship and togetherness as you possibly can um, to try and make the self-isolation choir feel like a family. I mean, that's very tangible to me that you've obviously worked so hard to achieve that sense of community. I'd really like to ask you, obviously this has been a period of such transition, how you think creating this choir and people being involved in this will change your perspective leaving this period of uncertainty? Well, let, let's start off with a few facts. Um, we thought we'd be 30 and we're 5,000. We never thought <laughs> Amazing. we would get um, John Rutter, the famous, the most, probably the most famous living British composer, to stand in front of a camera and say, Welcome to the Self-Isolation Choir Summer School. I mean, you just wouldn't have dreamt that any of this could come true. Mm. And I think what I've learned, Charlotte, from this is that uh, the warmth of people, Mm. uh, people, again, I think maybe what this virus has done at 8 o'clock on a Thursday, people come out and they clap and Mm. they love to see each other doing it. You know, we're doing it as much for ourselves as for the NHS, I think. I think I will take away the, the, the warmth that people have for each other that really, really comes out when times are tough. Wow. I mean, you're really, like I said, I'm not a singer, but you're really motivating me to get involved. So if someone who's (laughs) listening is feeling the same way, can people still get involved? So go to the selfisolationchoir.com, join the summer school, come along and listen and sing if you want to. I mean, you don't have to. This is the beauty. 
of it. And and also all the video teaching videos are on YouTube for you to watch at any time. So if you're busy, uh, you can miss it and then pick it up when you come back from a walk or whatever it might be. Um, so it really fits around your busy life rather than you having to fit around the life of the choir. Wonderful. Mark Strawn, founder of the Self-Isolation Choir. Thank you so much for joining me on Look on the Bright Side. And it was great to catch up. <laughs> my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening and taking a bit of time to look on the bright side with us. Please help us to spread the good news by sharing Look on the Bright Side with a friend or family member. Let's help everyone through this tough time and beat it together if you've got a story you think we should be featuring then send us an email we'll put the address in the podcast description for you we'll be back next week but before we go we wanted to end with the words of michelle obama you may not always have a comfortable life and you will not always be able to solve all the world's problems at once but don't ever underestimate the importance you can have because history has shown us that courage can be contagious and hope can take on a life of its own. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.